Hey, if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world of food. First, if you want to get fancy like Applebee's, their two for $25 deal now includes a top sirloin steak option. You can also choose from Fiesta Lime chicken and classic cheeseburger and more. Second, they're saying don't use sugar substitutes if you're trying to lose weight. That's according to new guidance from the World Health Organization. And finally, in the world of food, good news. Eating at home is finally getting cheaper. The new consumer price index showed the gap between grocery prices and restaurant prices has widened with prices favoring home cooking once again. When was it? Did it ever was it ever cheaper to eat out than at Yeah, home? for a while there, for just like a couple months because of supply huh. chain issues and how high groceries were. They were saying in some cases it was cheaper to eat out. Oh, but not overall. Over as a strategy, overall, it was cheaper to eat at home. I've always thought that. I always yeah, think it's no cheaper. And you eat there's less no at home. It's healthier at home, less salt. Yeah, at home. But, a, a, but yeah, it was making soft, headlines everywhere. A soft drink's not costing you $3 a pop at home or $2 or whatever, mm-hmm. they, depending on the restaurant you go to. I mean, just that yeah. and tip. I mean, we probably should tip mom, but there's no tip, right? Right. So, uh, and, hmm. Can you imagine walking out of your house and all of a sudden you just get hit by a car coming up? What saved this guy's life? Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. This is pretty wild. This guy named Michael was, uh, he was just going to go for a jog. It's early in the morning. It's pitch dark. And he's standing on the edge of his driveway. And all of a sudden, he was the victim of a hit and run. Someone (laughs) hit him, knocked him over, and left. And he was really hurt. You can imagine. He said he was in shock. Well, guess what saved his life? His Apple Watch. It knew that he had taken a fall really hard and wasn't responding in a specific amount of time. So the watch called 911. And it also texted his wife and kids in the house telling them what happened. He said he laid there and his family had to come out and find him. Wow. And then uh, an ambulance showed up shortly thereafter. But he could have laid there. It was pitch dark. Family's still asleep. He could have laid there for hours waiting for yeah, help, no but kidding. the watch, Apple Watch, saved his life. So glad he's going to be okay. The watch still functional? I think it is. Because remember those commercials yeah. back in the day for Timex watches? They take a licking and keep on ticking. Yeah, it's such a good motto. He and his watch. Yes. <laughs> take yeah, a yeah. Like broken and ribs and his tailbone was messed up, but he's going to be okay. He's so grateful to be alive. Don't you wish your doggies could live forever? Yes. Don't you wish they could stick around at least until we go, and then they're free <laughs> to go, right? What do you hear about the world's oldest dog? How old do you think the world's oldest dog is right now? I just celebrated a birthday. I'll tell you about Bobby, the world's oldest dog, next. She Taylor is always up on every news story. And right when I talked about the world's oldest dog, she goes, oh my gosh, I knew about him. So uh, what, did, what did you learn about Bobby, the world's oldest dog? Um, well, it's funny because I was like, I thought it was pretty cool that my dog, Alex the Wonder Mutt, lived till she was 16. But um uh, am I right? Did the world oldest dog turn 31? Mm-hmm. Tell us more about it, Kev. Where- well, they threw a birthday party for him mm-hmm. on Saturday, his family did, um, in Portugal. And they're saying that he's 31 years old. It's not because of diet. It's not because of exercise or anything like that. Yeah. It's because of the peaceful environment in southern Portugal. It's like a very stress-free lifestyle. Maybe that we they should all there. move there. <laughs> I think there's something to learn from uh, from Bobby. Yeah. 31 years old. How old's your oldest dog? Do you have a dog that lived to be like really, really old? We'd love to hear your story about your pooch that uh, 
that surprised everybody with how long they they hung around. So we're talking about the world's oldest dog, Bobby, the Portuguese dog. It's 31 years old. I, I wonder if he knows he's 31. He just wakes <laughs> up every day and is like, oh, hey, good morning, everybody. Uh, we have, we've had a lot of dogs in my family through the years, tons. Uh, a couple that we may have held on to a little bit too long. Should have probably said goodbye. But I think our oldest was probably about 15 Um yeah, and that that that's probably the oldest, but a lot of them are rescues. We don't we don't know how old they were when we got them. Yeah, you're it's always guessing guess. their birthdays. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Um, like I said, the oldest we had was Alex the Wonder Mutt. She lived to be 16, mm. or so we think. You know, we had to guess when we mm-hmm. got her how old she was. But our, all our we've had four dogs total since we got married, and the other ones were like more like 11 and 12. Yeah, it's not and, fair. Yeah, I wish I wish dogs lived as long as parrots. Parrots live like fifty years. It's not fair. I'd go turtle. I wish they lived as long as turtles. That's good. <laughs> but yeah, then they'd outlive us. That's true. Then we'd have to find someone to take our dogs. <laughs> right, you'd have to make a plan for who's going to take care of your dog <laughs> after you're gone. So there was more about Bobby. Oh yeah, uh, we started talking about him over the weekend because my husband saw the headline, and so then my brother-in-law Ted started googling it. And I guess he had like a really rough beginning, kind of like all the dogs that you rescue from Galgo's Dull Soul. Uh, you had said, Kev, that they just don't treat dogs in other countries like they do here. Mm-hmm. And so I guess Bobby was buried and he survived. Mm. The, the litter of puppies was buried and Bobby survived. And <laughs> yeah, and he um, he only eats human food. And he's never been leashed or fenced. He just roams the woods near where they live. And uh, now, nowadays at his age, he does what most of us would want to do if we lived really old. He eats and he naps. <laughs> That's his favorite. He was buried and they found him. So he's literally that song we play. And I ran out of that grave. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's why he's lived so long. Right. He's like, I almost back. faced death I'm once. Not going back in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. I did that once. <laughs> so I don't know if this is you, but I just picture like my niece's graduation from high school a year ago. And you can kind of get welled up with emotion. Like there's so much in that one moment. Like, all that her parents went through to get her to that moment, all the studying and the long nights and her being thrilled she's finally done and then um, she's off to college and there's just a lot of emotions surrounding a graduation. So it's kind of interesting. There was this um, graduation ceremony in Michigan recently and one woman specifically, Kelsey, she got to skip the line and graduate first. And here's what's going on. She was 38 weeks pregnant and the baby was coming. She was dilated and she was truly in labor, but was determined to walk across the stage. This student has told me and us, I'm going to walk across that stage despite the fact that I am 38 weeks pregnant. I am dilated. (laughs) And I can't wait for you, Russ, and your friends to talk for an hour and a half. So I need to graduate quickly. So I hope you will allow me to quickly move through one degree before we do the rest of you all. Can you imagine what that was like? You know, good thing she wasn't shy or she just would have had to leave without her diploma and she wouldn't have been able to walk across the stage. But her husband was so proud of her and um, she um, welcomed a baby girl named Nyla after the ceremony and Kelsey plans on becoming a teacher.
That is quite a day. That is a full day by anyone's standards. (laughs) It is. Graduated college and gave birth. (laughs) Unbelievable. She'll never forget it. Are any of your teenagers dating right now? Coming up, the sprinter who beat her prom date. Are any of your teenagers dating right now? Uh, Are they competitive with their boyfriend or girlfriend? Check this out. Mia is a junior at Lake Oswego High School and recently at the Summit Invitational in Bend, Oregon, she beat out four boys in the 100 meter race, including her prom date, Ethan. Hmm. Uh, She's 17 and she finished in a personal best 11.08 seconds, making her the third fastest U.S. high school girl of all time. Wow. And uh, this is pretty cool. Ethan sounds like a great guy. He said it was really cool to be part of it and see her beat everybody. He, I guess he was not intimidated by it. And she was always the fastest girl on the soccer team. So she quit the sport to run track. And uh, now she's looking at uh, maybe some scholarships. She's considering UGA and Southern, Southern California for college. So wow. way to go, Mia. So have your kids ever done something you're just like, wow. You're only young once. Go for it. Go and do it. My, my son, Kyle, is getting ready to do something uh, within a couple of days. You may have heard about it in the news, and he's going to be a part of it. We'll talk about what Kyle's just spontaneously decided to do next. So my son's going to do something. This kind of thing you can only do when you're young and you don't have a lot of responsibilities yet. And you've got a stockpile of frequent flyer miles that are about to expire. Um, that's Kyle. Uh, you guys know he's a, a musician and he's toured all over the world. And uh, during COVID, he was you know grounded, literally, like everyone else. Um, and the airlines would extend your miles then. Remember, they would yes, extend them. I do well, remember the Expiration that. date on his miles. And he's got, I mean, a lot of them. You fly to Germany three times in one year yeah. and all over the United States. You're going to rack up a lot of miles. So it's a, a scenario of use them or lose them. Kyle is going to go to the world's largest gathering of Kyle's in Kyle, <gasps> Kyle Texas. Yes! Isn't that no cool? No way! He's going to do it! Yeah, it's on, <laughs> it's on Sunday. He's going to fly. So happy. He's going to fly there Sunday morning and fly home Sunday night. And he's just like, I, I got to use the miles. If I don't use them, that they're going to expire. That is the best. He's going to tell that story till the day he dies. Yeah. So uh, I hope they get in the Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, they're attempting it. The record was sent back in, set back in 2017 uh, in a city in Bosnia, a city called Ivan, where they had 2,325 Ivans gathered together. So I guess they're just hoping for 2,326 Kyles <laughs> to show up. Did he have to like register anything and let them know he's showing up? I don't think so. I think no? just show up. Just show up. Just show up and maybe have ID that because yeah, it says show, I'm, prove that you're I'm Kyle. really a Kyle. So yeah, off that he's is going. the best story ever. Yeah. I remember when I talked about it on the show, I was like, your son Kyle should do this. Mm-hmm. Never dreaming he would like YOLO it and yeah, do it. Stars of the line. <laughs> it's like the miles are going to expire oh. before he can have a chance to really use them. So this made my day, my month and my year. <laughs> Off he goes I'm so happy to be uh, <laughs> one of the Kyles that participating. Awesome. He'll be the first person in our family, I think, to, ha- to have participated in a world record. Yeah. If, if they get it. So hopefully oh, they'll get so it. So cool. How about my son, Kyle? Just spontaneously, he's going to go be a part of the world's largest gathering of Kyle's. That is the coolest thing ever. What a YOLO thing to do with his Sky Miles. And uh, what's really cool is I just saw in the headlines yesterday that 70% of people in a brand new survey say the spontaneous trips are the best ones. Hmm. 
They're way better than the ones that you plan every little detail. I personally like looking forward to trips, mm-hmm. but 72 out of three people say, nope, I like the spontaneous ones. So Kyle's going to love this yeah. one. It's funny, though, but what I would have done if those miles were mine and I had to go somewhere, I would have tried to find somewhere where it was the world's smallest gathering of people and be by myself, like on a beach somewhere, right? <laughs> Just fly, fly for the day to Peace and quiet. Saint somewhere. Chill on the beach, maybe for a day or two, like real low budget, right? Yeah. Just sunscreen, one change of clothes, and some <laughs> money for some food. And well, all of us, I mean, it. I think we would we, we would come up what we would do with right, the right. miles. But, but the fact that Kyle's doing that is, I think, one of the yeah. coolest things I think he's ever done. And the, <laughs> That's awesome. The flip side of my plan, too, is you can go to the beach anytime. Yeah. The world's largest gathering of Kyle's is only going to happen, you know. Once in a lifetime. Right. Or, well, I don't know. If the city of Ivan beats them, maybe this could go back and forth for years. Mm, Who knows? And then you feel an obligation to be there. By the way, uh, what airport do you fly in for Kyle, Texas? Do you even know? I have no idea. (laughs) I need to look it up on a map. Don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure the request to help with a rental car is coming (laughs) coming soon. (laughs) Hey, Dad, can you help pay for my spontaneous trip? What's the first thing you should do if you get laid off? I guess curled up in the fetal position and cry, but I was wrong. Stop spending money. <laughs> yeah, that's you're you're onto something, Kev. According to financial experts, there are three steps you should take if you lose your job. Number one, apply for unemployment benefits right away. Number two, make sure you're covered by health insurance, whether it's through your spouse or uh, your spouse's job or COBRA. And number three, as Kevin said, get a handle on your budget. Stop spending money. Figure out where your money is going and make a plan on where you can cut back. Stop spending money. That would be the big thing. Start Drive through at the coffee shop? No. Yeah. Eating uh, out? No. Uh, Pasta four nights a week? Yes. <laughs> hey, do you like your kids to be with you at all times? Coming up, how do you feel about this parent leaving their kids in coach so they can fly first class? Do you like for your kids to be with you at all times, especially in public? We'll see how you feel about this. A dad left his kids in coach so he could fly first class. <laughs> He's got three kids. Did that happen on Home Alone? That's Home Alone. Come I mean, that's how Kevin got left behind, I'm, right? I'm, uh, I'm all for that. Well, that's some quality dadding there. This guy, uh, his name is, I think it's Samuel. He has three kids and he got them settled in and then went back to first class to sit by his wife, his business partner, and his wife to have <laughs> wine and dinner. Out a boy. He said his kids need to start at the bottom and work their way up like he did, and that flying first class isn't normal, so they shouldn't expect it. He wants his kids also to learn that money does not make you happy. Mm. Not only that, but it seems to me, like, tell me if you see this mom and dad, like, things have flipped. When we were kids, our parents would go out to, like, a fancy dinner, Mm -hmm. and they didn't take the kids along. Now it's kind of flipped around, where if you're going to go out with your family, you go somewhere where the kids can have a, a, a thing to color on, right? Every it, we've refashioned our lives to be all about the kids, whereas our parents, it was like it was all about them, and we came along for the ride if we mm-hmm. if we were lucky, yeah, right. And and part of me thinks they had it right because we flipped it upside down. And when we talk about entitlement, well, gee, I wonder where they got that idea. Maybe from us because <laughs> we flipped that thing around where we fashion our lives so our kids can have an awesome life, not the other way around. Maybe it's a balance is the right way to do it. I don't know. I'm certainly not an expert, but 
it seems to me like something changed. And I say to that dad, high five, way to go, dad. (laughs) So what do you think of the dad that plopped his kids in coach and then took a seat in first class? Do you think that's good parenting or is that a little bit off? What do you think when you hear that? Hi, it's Kevin and Taylor. Who is this? Hi, this is Olga. How are you? Hey, we're doing great. We're talking about uh, this dad that put his kids in coach on a flight and then he moved on up to first class. What do you think about that? Definitely. I totally can relate to that. Listen, Kevin, I used to travel with my kids, all three of them, for work abroad. Yeah. So we used to fly business class, and one time when they got older, I put them in coach. And my son says, Mom, my seat doesn't recline. And I think, why doesn't recline at six years old? Maybe it reclined at two months and two years old, but now you're old enough to sit by yourself and coach. So I really do think they need to sit there. Great uh-huh. job, Dad. They need oh, to learn cool. good life lessons. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lisa, it's Kevin and Taylor. So how do you feel about the dad that got his three kids all settled in the coach and then he went and flew first class? Sounds like a professional move to me. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's good to say, not today, honey. Yeah, let kids be unhappy and they end up learning how to be happy. <laughs> Absolutely. So if you're a dog lover, um, Kevin's got five of them, and you like the idea of your dog going everywhere with you, you'll find this fascinating. Just in time for summer, the government, the U.S. government, says dogs can dine al fresco. In other words, A-OK for dogs to be at restaurants if the restaurant's okay with it. And um, some people are thrilled. They think it's so cool to have their dog laying down at their feet while they're out to dinner outside. And other people are like, that's appalling. I want to have a meal without dog hair and fleas. And that's just (laughs) horrible. But um, I always thought it'd be cool to take my dog out to eat. We never had one that was behaved well enough around other dogs to Mm. bring them along. So we just couldn't risk Mm. it. (laughs) dining with your dogs um my wife went to a greyhound convention one time and in the uh, the little town where they had the convention that's all that you could do for an entire weekend we'll talk about that next okay so if you like the idea of dining with dogs taylor you would have loved going to going to Greyfest. it was a greyhound convention in gatlinburg tennessee and every year like hundreds thousands of greyhound owners would get together and bring their dogs and all the restaurants accommodated. Oh, like that's Like you could so sweet. bring your dogs. So yeah, there were greyhounds <laughs> all over the place, lying with their owners, and they had dog dishes out at all the restaurants, or you know, bowls for them to get a drink that's of water so and awesome. stuff, and, and mats in case it got hot that they could lie on and everything. I so love it. It was dog heaven. Now you go on and on and on and on and about how awesome Marco is. You play favorites with your dogs. Yeah. Could you bring him to an outdoor restaurant? Would he be behaved enough? Uh, probably not. He would want to steal everybody's food. <laughs> <laughs> The sacrifices that moms make for their kids are endless. It never stops, including this mom that couldn't even keep her own Mother's Day flowers. I'll tell you what happened next. So you know what it's like as a mom. There is nothing that separates you from your children and their love. And and it's, uh, it's constant sacrifice, always. And this story is a mom who couldn't even keep her own Mother's Day flowers. So here's what happened. My niece, Laura, gets home from college, and she's doing fine, feeling great. And then all of a sudden, she gets really sick. She, like, she got, like, sneezing, coughing, just feels horrible. She spends the day in bed, 
and she feels so badly. She took took two COVID tests. She's like, I can't go work with the kids at church if I'm sick. And um, they were negative. They fit, her dad sleuthed it out. He figured it out. He looked at the time. He's like, you started acting like this when I brought my wife her Mother's Day flowers home. No, oh, man. And so they did a little test. They put him in the garage and she got better. Then they got him back mm. out and she got sick again. Mm. So my sister can't even enjoy her own Mother's Day flowers because her oldest daughter is allergic to them. Isn't this the same <laughs> daughter that stood out in the rain for hours and hours and hours at the Taylor Swift concert the other night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but as, soon be as, that, right? as soon as they put the flowers away... Her nose stops running. Her eyes stop running. Like she's fine. She's absolutely healthy as a horse. I was. I spent time with her yesterday, and she's great. Now that the flowers are out of the house, you need to let your brother-in-law know the Taylor Swift angle, so he can be like, Taylor Swift did this to you. <laughs> <laughs> I got rid of those flowers for nothing. <laughs> My poor sister. I know, right? That's mom. So you're right. That uh, the mom uh, duties they never end. The oldest daughter just came back from college, and you'd think at that age. You know, the momming stuff might be starting to wane a little bit. It doesn't. Like, our kids are grown. Like, our oldest is is over 30, is 31 now. And the momming never stops. No. Even if she doesn't say anything or even if it's not, help is not asked for. She will, the second she hangs up with Kyle or he leaves the room, will go, you know, I could help him with that if he would just ask. <laughs> She's always willing, yeah. ready, willing, able, and wanting to jump in. So sweet. And fix everything for everybody. <laughs>